0: God. party on sal rock on rock on well, welcome back podcasters to another episode of the party on john cast a podcast about theology coffee whatever we're drinking and most excellent music the johns agree the johns agree <laughs> uh so again welcome this is uh reverend sal samarco a ordained teaching elder in the presbytery of newton in the pc usa uh, serving in validated ministry in the town of Newton. Always needing
1: to be validated.
0: Please, please. <laughs>
1: He's going to school us on that, I think, <laughs> as a teaching elder.
0: That's
1: right. <laughs> so, so this is, uh, in case you didn't guess, this is uh, Todd uh, Laddick. I'm a, uh, an ordained elder in the greater New Jersey Conference of the United Methodist Church, serving a congregation in Newton on higher ground from Sal.
0: It's the only higher ground I give him.
1: And this Wesleyan has to remind that Calvinist that God gives me the higher ground.
0: He preordained it. <laughs> Can't argue. So we have a guest <laughs> we here too. We have an awesome guest with us today. We're very glad he's with us. Uh, Guest, introduce yourself. Okay, uh,
2: I am Ryan Stockton. I'm the pastor at Western Hills Christian Church in Green Township. Welcome. So, thanks, Rock Glad on. To be here, glad to be here.
1: So, so uh, how
2: high are the hills in the West? <laughs> <laughs> They are rolling and meandering. It's not so much the height that matters, guys. It's the Let's it's see. the beauty and it's the, the ebbs and flows. It's the ebbs and flows of, the, and flows of the hills in the west. <laughs> <laughs> the west is the best, as Jim
0: Markson once said. <laughs> I have to ask though: are, is it green? Are they green?
2: It. They are green. Although today they're probably varying shades of brown.
0: Yeah. But, Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It's no, often
2: green.
1: No doubt. Um, mm-hmm. And and what, what Ryan is re- referencing is the inordinate amount of rain we had within a 24 to 48 hour period of... uh, We haven't had a lot of rain overall. We're in a drought, actually.
2: Yeah. But, yeah. but the rain that happened yesterday, that was, pretty that was enough that to that was canoe intense. to work today. That was, when, that was yeah, so fun.
1: <laughs> whenever you get told that you're going to be experiencing a uh, cyclone, cyclone bomb,
0: bomb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait a cyclone and a bomb all at the same time that's like no uh, really what it was they come up with these fancy terms to scare you but what it was was 20 to 30 mile an hour winds and rain and a
2: whole lot of rain scared my dog
1: scared my dog my dog was right next to me right next to me on the couch I have a selfie I have a selfie of my dog next to me on the couch um, which I'm going to show to you right now and now I'm going to actually have to probably post this aren't I yeah your listeners are going to be so jelly (laughs) So there we are, me on the I'm couch with my in. dog. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so let us uh, then uh, go into our Hebrews segment.
0: Hey, guys. Yes, Al? Yeah. How do you know that God loves coffee? How? It's written about in the book of Hebrews. <laughs> you, you know, I've, I've
2: listened to this podcast a few times, guys. Big fan. Big fan. I'm just waiting for one of these times for you, Sal, to go because he wrote about it in the book of Third John, just like some <laughs> random, some random book, or like he wrote about it in Second
0: Keurig or something like that. Second Keurig. I,
1: like, <laughs> he wrote about it in the book of Revelations. <laughs>
0: oh, ha, ha, huh? huh? <laughs> you don't see that I'm actually writing that down. Right now.
1: And for those of you that didn't catch that, it's Revelation, not Shuns. Um, <laughs> All the pastors in the room go, oh, okay. Conclusion. (laughs) Conclusion. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, we'll get there later. Um, So so what are we we drinking, guys? We'll start with you, Ryan.
2: Start with with me. Oh, man. Well, I am a coffee newbie. I've loved the smell of coffee for years, but never really drunk it, although recently I have been experiencing the joys I think I told you guys of creamers like particularly uh the irish creamers kind of things like that so today before coming here i hit up dunkin donuts got a straight up coffee with french vanilla sweetener in it perfect and uh and i'll tell you what it 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 tastes kind of like the bottom of my shoe um <laughs> if, if <laughs> that's I, dunkin donuts <laughs> I mean, well i mean there's no i can't i can't taste any s- sweetener in it. it it tastes just like I mean, maybe if I knew actually what black coffee uh, tasted like. This is this is the newbie in me coming out. Like,
0: this is not... This is great. Uh, <sighs> this is, uh, our, our long-time so, listeners know our, our <laughs> Oh, I've,
2: I've, I've heard you guys talk about it before, but I was like, you know what? Stick some sweetener in there. How bad can it be? They didn't put nearly enough. I, th- I think the way that I mm-hmm. usually would like my coffee is about half a cup of s- sweetener... With just a touch of coffee. Yeah, can, I,
0: can I have some coffee with my sweetener, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that's right. not at all what I have so, in my hand. So a word of so. advice for you for next time. Yeah. Next time, specify French vanilla swirl. French oh, vanilla swirl. The, the swirl will rock the, your world. Sugar because down. Because
1: what you've got here is the sugar-free French vanilla. So if it doesn't have sugar in it, it's going to be coffee with that hint of French vanilla, but yeah. no sweetener. So yeah. it's going to taste... And, and you have adequately described what Dunkin' Donuts coffee <laughs> tastes like. So it tastes like... <laughs> It tastes like yeah. French vanilla on the bottom of your shoe.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, I mean, it's not bad. You know? It's not, as There's I, yeah, worse. As I'm getting older, the bitters start to, you know, yeah. taste a little yeah. better to me. But, yeah, that, that, that's all I got, guys. That's
1: <laughs> Okay, so Sal, what are you drinking?
0: So I'm drinking a little bit better. I'm actually drinking a um, Starbucks, uh, Pike's Place. Yeah, Pike's Place, which is their medium roast. Um, I am drinking it black this time again, uh, which is normally not how I drink my coffee. Uh, but with a quality coffee like Starbucks Pike Place, you really don't need to put much in it. No. And it is, um, compared to Ryan's coffee, it is the, <laughs> the more bitter coffee. Mm. Um, mm. But in their... A range of coffee. I used to not it's, like Pike's Place. It's in the middle, actually. It's in
1: actually in the middle. the medium. Because they it's can the go dark roast, like Verona blend, Yeah. where right. it's like drinking ash out of the ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so burnt. It tastes like Grandma's house.
0: <laughs>
1: wow, yeah. So um,
2: My Grandma's house, So, <laughs> it tastes like Grandma's house. Sorry. Sorry. Um,
0: Hey, Ryan,
1: <laughs> hey, you gave me that pack of cigarettes over there.
0: You want some coffee? I got some coffee.
1: I soaked. My vocal so clipped there. Anyway, um, so I guess I'll talk about what I'm drinking. Yeah,
2: what
1: do you got? Uh, so I am drinking, out of the Keurig, um, Folger's 1850, the Folger Coffee Company Pioneer Blend Fire Roasted Medium Roast Coffee and they say it's balanced and nutty. The only nutty thing about it is, it sucks. Yeah, you are nutty to buy it. <laughs> is this the worst ever? This is the. I, I maybe not the worst ever. I mean, you, there's like Sanka and other things like that. But this I is a, you, this is pretty you up. Fell
0: there. victim to good marketing. I think they were going for the nostalgia. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just was drawn in by the pioneer. You know, being out in the wilderness. Brewing in the the old like tin uh tin um percolators, you know, over the campfire, you know, like I was like, ooh, I'm gonna be rugged. Look at I even I I'm, I'm growing a beard to be rugged. And uh yeah, this just tastes like uh I, I I probably can't appropriately say what it tastes like. It's just bad. So if
0: you hear the courage go off again, it's probably Todd. Todd <laughs> running
1: <laughs> Todd running for coffee redemption. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, I guess that is our uh, Hebrews <coughs> segment. So now, my friends, you know where we're at. Our most excellent music segment. 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 <laughs> segment. segment. Yeah, so, um, okay. So,
2: again, Ryan, would you do the honors? What are you listening to? Yeah, all right. So, gosh, I had a few things, because I knew I was going to be asked about this. So I've been thinking a little bit. Honestly, i had been listening to a lot of stand-up comedy lately, but that's not music. So I figured I'd skip all that. Um, and, and then I had a, another song that I wanted to talk about this morning it's not a recent one uh and i had it all lined up i was going to talk about it but then <laughs> on this on my station this morning driving uh driving out to my church this morning uh the new album from starset mm. uh started playing and a song called trials came on and it is kicking
0: is that a contemporary christian name? no
2: starset is <laughs> To be honest, I'm a fan of theirs, but I'm not a huge fan, so I don't know all the ins and outs. I can't tell you if they're a Christian band or not. I don't I don't think so, but there are a lot of songs that I can worship to with these guys. Sure. And they are their heavy metal, some screaming, some electronica, yeah. uh or, orchestra. Like they kind of mix all this stuff up. You know, they're they they list some of their um, influences as like Hans Zimmer, hmm. the, the film composer. Uh, Lincoln Park uh, you know some some like some heavy stuff dun, and, uh,
1: dun, dun, and, so, dun, dun. and these
2: guys I'll tell you they they write their it's super cool right so they've got I think three albums two thousand fourteen I think a seventeen and then one just came out in nineteen uh, which I'm only just now starting to get acquainted with um, and they have this whole uh, setup where, Star Set is like a, a like a, a crew or a mission that was sent out from some larger intergalactic organization. They have this whole backstory. They've got a novella, like a novel, awesome. a, accompanying their band and telling these big stories that kind of go back and forth. And the music itself is just incredible. Please, please check out Star Set. I will. Uh, these guys are amazing. Um, Crank the speakers if you can, because they just this song's trials. Got them
0: in my, my iPad.
2: Oh my goodness! Trials starts off heavy. Um, my like, god, So listen. So like some of these these lyrics. The chorus goes like this: These trials make us who we are. We're motivated by the scars that we're made of. These trials make us who we are. We take our places in the dark and turn our hearts to the stars. Mm-hmm. So uh, the a lot of the stuff that they write is very could be seen as kind of anti-establishment, like uh, a lot of Big Brother stuff. If you look at if they're uh, some of their music videos, they've they've got that kind of Big Brother atmosphere, almost like a Blade Runner kind of feel to, to see it. One of their, their hmm.
0: Pictures on Wikipedia. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their their lead singer there. Um, so it's got a lot of that feel. So their music actually gives you that sense as well. Okay. Like, it sounds very much like that. These guys are great. Um, And so, you know, uh, one of their choruses here. uh, Hear me from the bottom. Forged in regret, I'm the silversmith. Doomsday, you had it coming. March in the streets with an iron fist. Obey no more in silence. The steel in our hearts will be monuments. Today, they'll hear the violence. We'll rise from the dark like Lazarus. And then they go into the chorus again. These trials make us who we are. Wow. So it's it's not necessarily uh, Christian stuff. Uh, the song that I was gonna talk about, "Carnivore," from back in two thousand fourteen. Um, yeah, carnivore, won't you come digest me? Uh take away everything that I am. Mm. And uh it, it's it to I me I wonder was... what that's referencing. Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, to me, honestly, I was picturing Aslan. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe fan, uh, and C.S. Lewis and his his fiction stuff. And like, you know, the the unsafe part mm. of Aslan, like what he does to um uh Oh shoot, I can't remember the kid's name now. I'm blanking on it, but he turned into a dragon yeah. and uh, and he he ripped with his claws, ripped the scales off hmm. from him and it hurt like crazy, but it made him become who he was mm-hmm. again. And it took away the dragonness of him. And so like that kind of thing like a lot of their stuff can be seen as kind of anti-establishment and honestly, if you're looking at the lyrics to this song, if you were if you were biased against the church or the institution of the church, you could say that this song is about that. Wow. Yeah. Rebelling against the church. Sure. For me, coming from a place where, yeah, I mean, I get that kind of bias. You know, I've, plenty of people have been burned by the church. That's legit. But for, from my perspective, this is kind of about the freedom of the tyranny of my sin it's the freedom from the tyranny of 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 the the chains on me from satan and rebelling against that it's kind of standing up and so yeah it gets me fired up That's like awesome. I'm, I'm in the car ready to just like do push-ups or something like that so <laughs> it's uh any song that gets you in the mood to do push-ups is a it's a well, it's fun. like watching Rocky Four. Every time I'm yeah. done watching Rocky 4 I'm ready to punch people. And uh it doesn't even matter who it is. I'm just ready to go out. And... <laughs> Note to self, do not watch Rocky Four sitting next to Ryan. Yeah, right. But, I mean, it's just it's, so, it's such good stuff. So it, Great. it fires me up. So that's, that's what I'm listening to, Star Set, particularly Trials. I've listened to it about 20 times. Well, I'm going to be checking so. them out because I haven't heard of them before. And, do it. And yeah, now they're, I'm excited. They're, they're, they're exciting stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, Sal. So I've actually been listening a lot this week to uh, 21 pilots mm. yeah um ironically because you recommended a song recently by ajr 100 bad days 100 bad days such a good a song great song such a great song and i was like these guys sound like 21 pilots then i went back to listen to 21 yeah. pilots and i was like and i started adding their albums to apple music mm-hmm. uh so there's a i mean i could go into two songs by them and i might yeah. um but kind of this song around they have called tear in my heart Ooh. um It's a fave. Yeah. Um, (coughs) Makes me think of my wife um, and what she is in my life. Uh, Hey, Allison.
1: Hi, Allison. (laughs) Uh,
0: So the lyrics are, um, Sometimes you got to bleed to know that you're alive and have a soul, but it takes someone to come around to show you how. She's a tear in my heart, I'm alive. She's a tear in my heart, I'm on fire. She's a tear in my heart, take me higher than I've ever been. The songs on the radio are okay, but my taste in music is your face, I love and, it, that. <laughs> and it takes me it takes a song to come around to show you how, repeats the, the chorus. <sighs> uh, you fell asleep in my car, I drove the whole time, but that's okay, I'll just avoid the holes so you can sleep fine. I always do the driving. I'm driving, here I sit, cursing my government for not using my taxes to fill the holes with oh, more cement. Now, yeah. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> oh yeah but this is my, my favorite so verse good. my favorite verse of the song which what makes me think of allison is he says my heart is my armor she's the tear in my heart she's a carver she's a butcher with a smile cut me farther than i've ever been oh allison yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> but it's true like that's that's our relationship and she knows the cuts in my heart and where to pick at them to get us to yeah be yeah open and honest with each other, so...
2: Yeah, Allison's... She brings
0: the best out of me. She does. It's like, a, like a
2: surgeon's scalpel more than uh, an assaultant's knife. Yeah, she's not yeah, so much but... a butcher, but... <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. More yeah. the, you know, the cutting to bring healing kind yeah. of a thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: But there's another song on one of their albums called Migraine, and it's like a nice offer from migraines, and that's a great album. That's, a, that's a The great place. thing about 21 Pilots is they're, they're based out of Ohio. Um, mm. I know that they've said in the past that they are Christians. They're not a Christian-specific yeah. band. Yeah, but I know that they're it's two guys. It's um, Tyler and Josh, I think, are the names, and it's just Tyler's a singer and a multi instrumentalist mm. and. Josh, or I think that's the drummer. It's a dr- he's a drummer. So every song of theirs is drum-driven.
1: What you just said reminds me of Soviet. our good friend uh, uh, Shane, the re- Reverend Leviathan, when he says, you know, just because you have four Christians in a car doesn't make it a Christian, Christian car. car. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, truth, but yeah. that, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: I'll, I'll, <clears throat> I heard their, their latest album isn't, doesn't have as many Christian themes in it, but their, all their albums deal with anxiety and hmm. depression and uh, mm. like their song Car Radio oh, that's uh, so good so good like oh it it, it verbalizes what so anxiety good. and depression is to the T mm-hmm. and he's you know, the line I uh, I sit in silence mm. and then if you watch the music he screams it <laughs> then he screams it but if you watch the video it's him I'm, sitting in a corner and he's you know basically rapping the lyrics and as he's doing it he's shaving his head uh. and then towards the end of the last minute of the song he puts a mask on and goes out into the arena and just stands in the middle of the crowd and then starts screaming, I sit in the silence. Mm. And it's like, like that's a, that visualizes, I think, what a lot of clergy go through of being so anxiety-ridden, mm-hmm. mm. but yet we got to put this mask on and go out into the world. Mm.
1: That's why I like Demon Hunter and uh, Ryan Clark's special project uh, Knives and their first full-length album, Knives. Um, it was <coughs> them and the guy from Project 86. <clears throat> but
2: oh wow, and
1: yeah, so it's Ryan, it's while. Ryan Clark and the guy from uh, uh, Project A Six, uh, and I'm tasting the vanilla now. Yeah, now you're getting to the vanilla. Yeah, like I had to drink a little bit more. Now. <laughs> so, um, so they came out with this album called this project called Knives, and their first album was called Anxiety, and we've listened yeah. to it. I mean, like, it, yeah, I could crawl up into a, a dark corner of my house and cry to that to that album because mm-hmm. it just speaks yeah. to to who it's well not to who I am uh, but to the things that plague me and yeah. keep me from being fully who I am and yeah. that's yeah
0: I, I put the uh, car radio song on and that's the great thing about Apple Apple Music is you can just click an album and it, yep. you have access to it put it on it and I was driving to meet Allison last Friday at the hospital and bawled my eyes out
2: mm. 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 so good have you heard Trees by 21 Pilots
0: mm. I
2: don't think so is so it good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It about listening for like why, why isn't God talking to me? Mm. And uh, I'm here. <laughs> Where, where's your voice? You know, come yeah. on. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. Check out trees. Sounds that's good. A, that's a good we'll one. We'll definitely check it out. That's fantastic.
1: So my offering, yeah, which I kind of gave away, is Demon Hunter. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> because they speak to me in a whole host that for a whole host of different reasons. And every album just has something to offer. And, uh, their latest album is, uh, call latest albums is called, are called war and peace. War is the more like full on heavy and peace is the more, it's not entirely mellow. It's more hard rock though. And melodic, um, I of course went for a song off of War (laughs) called Lesser Gods, Mm. and every time I hear this song, it really speaks to me, and I think it it speaks to me in my own life. But it also speaks to me in terms of the reality we find ourselves in um, Mm. as a society. And so the, the lyrics go like this: When when days fall dark, and everything falls, and everything, excuse me, when days fall dark, everything will fall apart. No path to guide solace for a shattered heart inside something in your soul will beg you why what gain is it to live and die here we stand to turn and face the odds sacrifice yourself or bow to lesser gods is if this is all where though we meet where though will we meet again i won't relent suffer to a bitter end inside something in your soul will beg you why what gain is it to live and die here we stand to turn and face the odds sacrifice yourself or bow to lesser gods I could keep reading the lyrics but when I hear that here we stand to turn and face the odds Um, sacrifice yourself or bow to lesser gods when I look at the choices we have to make in our own personal lives and in our own society, we're constantly being faced with this. Are we going to be who we claim to be? Especially as Christians, uh, speaking from a Christian perspective. Are we going to be who we claim to be? Are we going to be whose we claim to be? Or are we going to compromise ourselves? And in doing so, we bow to lesser gods. And I, I think of the way we look to our politicians, the way we look to our government, the way we look to our wealth, the way we look to, you name it. And we're, our
2: reputation. Our
1: reputation. Yeah. We are. We are so. We are so clutching on to all of these different things around us that they become our gods. So
0: many things we serve that aren't Jesus. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. and it just it just speaks so powerfully uh, to to me, but also to the state of the church, to mm. the state of our mm. society. Um, mm. It really is a song that has something deep and profound to say. Well, it's
2: it's, it's a personal question as well as a organizational corporate question. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a number of levels that can be a measuring stick for. or. A, yeah. a-
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Huh. So that's my offering. Yeah. Um, definitely check it out. It's heavy as anything. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, mm. <laughs> so definitely when you're in the car
2: and you've got star set on, pair it up with Demon Hunter and blast your radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know star set's heavy and and fun stuff like that but it's it's, it's a very different style different, different style yep, different yep, style yeah
1: yeah but blast your radio
2: yep. <laughs> yeah right
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah um so and uh and then you were uh offering up 21 21 points. yeah pilots yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah so yeah blast your radio Indeed. okay well that is our most excellent music segment And now we're going to do something that we've not done before called our gratitude segment because this is the month of gratitude. We shouldn't be gratitude, we shouldn't be gracious or or grateful, we shouldn't be grateful 11 months out of the year, but one month out of the year we need to show our gratitude, right, right guys?
0: (laughs) What's the the hymn? Give thanks with an open heart. (laughs) Give thanks. (laughs)
1: we gather together to
2: <laughs> okay um i've heard some spoofs that i won't say <laughs> on air so.
0: so we have the ability to bleep out <laughs> <laughs> we, we do have the
1: censorship the censorship bleep um not that we've ever been caught needing that, needing that. <laughs> no, never, uh. <clears throat> so uh who wants to go first what are you grateful for
0: The irony that the three pastors have to think about this. Well
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well I think I think what causes the pause is more where do you start. Yeah. Because Gratitude is something that one cultivates. You're not it's not it's no one's default language. Mm. You yeah. gotta cultivate it. And I think pastors It's a language that you learn, not a skill that you're born with. Mm. So I think pastors, I think, have to work really hard to develop that language.
0: I also think there's a misconception in our culture of gratitude versus happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, Because whenever I hear the, you know, that cliche, attitude of gratitude, what people mean when they say that is be happy. Put on a happy face. Don't. Let, don't don't register that you have any sadness or. But
1: so before we before mm-hmm. we go into that, because yeah, we're, we're that'll kinda, be our next segment. Our next, okay. Like name something you're gra- grateful for.
2: Okay, got got ahead.
0: <laughs> got that's ahead. okay. It's, it was a good. It was so a you good. You get three clergy together, and that's what, how, <laughs> what happens.
2: We're all gonna preach, man. Let me pull out my commentary. We're all gonna uh, preach. <laughs> I'm grateful for this <laughs> dense book of <laughs> insights. Grateful for my commentaries. What a nerdy response, man. Oh, my goodness.
0: That is so mainline Christianity.
1: <laughs> Which means
2: I'm going to hell. Oh, sorry. You know, today, today I'm grateful for my family. Mm. Not that That's not to say that other days I'm not, but it's to say that some days you feel thankful for things more acutely than others. Mm. And today I'm feeling my family. Um, I'm just really grateful uh my immediate family as well as my extended. Mm. Uh just feeling the love, feeling the support for a number of reasons, uh sickness going through the family and um uh Andrea, my wife and I being you know going out of town this weekend. Um, by the time this airs we will have already been out but uh but having family support to make that possible to come in and watch the kids and um <clears throat> thankful for my kids. They're just they're doing great in school. Kids came back from school today all jazzed happy to see me happy to see that I'm like I don't know I'm just I'm feeling the family thing good today so that's it's a good thing that's, to be grateful for that's yeah that's what I'll say yep. for this one right here
0: uh, and I kind of mentioned it in my most excellent music review was feeling gratitude for your my, most excellent my, Allison my most excellent wife Allison mm, yeah cool um, we've got some stuff developing her and I um, there's some stuff that's growing are you trying to lay out a hint i will go into detail in a in a a later podcast what that all means Mm -hmm. um but yeah i just looking back uh over the last five years that we've been together and two and a half years that we've been married like i am a lucky guy Mm.
1: Mm. well in that uh how do we put it in that revealing non-reveal <laughs> that you will spell out later for us at some other point um, that is an awesome thing to be grateful for and, and I'm actually grateful for Allison as well and for you Sal and for you Ryan and your family uh, grateful for my own family I feel like you know if I don't say I'm grateful for my I gonna family I'm going to no. be the bum in the room <laughs> I am absolutely grateful for you know like in January um, my wife and I will be celebrating uh, our 20th Anniversary, all right, right, man. Twentieth anniversary. How she man? How I managed to stay married to her for twenty years. Uh, You know, like how she managed. Well, no, I mean, what I'm saying is how I managed to last that long in this marriage. You know, means she must really love me, or she's absolutely insane. I don't know which one it is. You tell me, Bernie. Uh, But I am very thankful for her. Uh, She is. She is uh, my rock uh i would not be a pastor today if it were not for her she's the one that helped me realize re-realize i mean i had the call when i was young but she's the one that helped me realize i needed to actually look back to that call and yeah. remember it and answer it yeah. so um and uh so yeah and she and she's just supported me all the way uh we we did what we had to to make it work Um, and we continue to do that and so yeah I'm very thankful for her I'm thankful for my kids my oldest is in college uh, rocking out the college world much smarter than I am and my youngest is uh, just uh, doing really well in high school uh, love singing god gifted her with a, a beautiful voice and uh gifted my gifted my older daughter with a beautiful voice too though i wish she would realize it and uh and you know they're both talented musically and and it's just uh it's just a pleasure to be to have family the other uh, thing i was going to mention that i'm grateful for aside from my family because that that i am grateful for um i'm grateful that i got to go see joker with uh. my friend Ryan here on opening night, oh, totally a spontaneous, like, hey, let's go do it. Yeah. Before all the violence erupted. Yeah.
2: Surrounding the movie. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, before, oh, yeah, Before all of the violence. Before, before people violence. were shooting each other in the streets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, Babylon. We, we managed to miss all that. So Babylon so. B did a
1: great job in uh, spoofing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, the nonviolence that, you know, they were really... You know what it is, is that, and I figured this out, but Todd Phillips, the director, kind of... He, he, in an interview, he called out Hollywood for the PC culture and how he would never make a comedy again because of the, the way you have to be careful of saying this and careful of doing that. And the movie itself, without spoiling it for somebody who hasn't seen it yet, <clears throat> um, uh, not that I need to name him because I already named the one who saw it with me.
0: Todd <laughs> um, <laughs> That's me.
1: (laughs) So, so, uh, but, but he, this is a movie that, that really asks the question, where are we as a society? And where are we not only in terms of the the politics and the, the the political powers that be, but also entertainment. Like what, what's the role of, of egging on the division we see in our society on that end. Where's our own personal role in all of this?
2: Mm -hmm. It, 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 Begs the question of balance in terms of where does responsibility lie for an individual's actions? Yeah. So how much does society play into it versus how much does an individual's response to mm-hmm. that society and culture play into it? And obviously, I think anyone would say that both factors play in. Yeah. Um, but obviously, the difference comes in as to how much right. both plays into. And so where does the... "Quote unquote" fault lie, and you know one could argue whether that question is even helpful. Where's the fault in that? Yeah. Um, coming from our perspective, of course, sin is uh, the (laughs) ever, you know, right uh, present uh, cause for all that stuff. But, Mm -hmm. but the but the movie does a good job in not saying whose "quote unquote" fault it is that the Joker became. There's no judgment there. But yeah, right. It's just kind of like you kind of leave with your own thought on it You're yeah take on it. and so it, it really
1: deals with mental health in, in a very constructive mm-hmm. way it shows it shows, <coughs> it shows what what it's it the acting that Joaquin Phoenix did is just you have to see it to believe it and he, I mean,
2: it was almost as good as I would have done it. I mean,
1: yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's just amazing. right, it's right phenomenal. a right a notch, notch <laughs> under Ryan's quality. But but he just becomes this mentally ill person and you really because of it you 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 almost experience his mental illness with him. And it's just it's kind of visceral and powerful and scary and just mm-hmm. I mean that scene in the very beginning of the movie where he's opening his mouth up and putting it into a smile. Yeah, that's
2: in the trailer so. And it's funny.
1: in the trailer so I'm not giving anything away. And and then he lets go. And and as he's doing it, you can see a tear coming from his eye and yeah. taking the makeup down with it. And like it's just and so And you're not
2: sure if it's the physical pain cuz he's really cranking on the making that smile. With his yeah. finger's you're not sure if it's the physical pain. The emotional pain. All the. You're not sure what it is, <laughs> yeah. but you see it, and yeah, yeah. So that's it's, what I, tight.
1: I, I'm grateful for. That film. We we need it, we needed that film, I think. And the critics can you know go to hell. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not in an eternal sense, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah,
2: it's quality flick.
1: It's quality. It was yeah. 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 Well, when you see critics going, this is you know like on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got 68 percent rotten, rot, you know, 68 uh, percent fresh. Is that what it has? Uh, for from the critics, oh, it's wow. like ninety something percent fresh from from the the users yeah, yeah yeah so so and and Rotten Tomatoes actually still certified it fresh despite the critics oh yeah yeah okay. so <laughs> so because because they know what's going on there right, it's yeah. a it's a political agenda so okay. uh go see the film, okay <laughs> so that's our gratitude segment and now we're gonna go for hey Sal tanks for
2: nothing oh yeah yeah we're tanks for nothing, tanks for nothing. <laughs> Thanks for nothing thanks for nothing and for those
1: of you who have watched uh um caddyshack, caddyshack you you'll you'll know the reference <laughs> tanks Gosh, for nothing been years okay so now let's get into the
2: topic of gratitude mm. what is gratitude is that the leading is that the setting off question there is what is gratitude yeah what is gratitude that's it's it's easy, right? Simple two two minute two minute answer. <laughs> okay, Ryan, go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know I um, I well I alluded earlier to it uh, some of my mindset when it comes to gratitude. How <clears throat> you know there are some people who just kind of walk around with smiles on their faces all the time. and You just kind of want to like backhand them across the cheek or something yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, and just be like, now, come on, man, really. And, um, and it just seems so k- kind of annoying that it's like, I could never be that way. Some people are just naturally this way, uh, naturally optimistic or thankful or whatever. Um, but that, doesn't, that, that mindset, that mentality doesn't help anybody when mm-hmm. it comes to cultivating gratefulness mm-hmm. uh, because it then, it, it then just becomes an excuse. You have an excuse to say, I, you have an excuse to stay bitter, to, you know, mm-hmm. to, to stay angry about things. Um, and what helped me out a lot was was coming across this uh kind of mindset shift where going from you know gratitude is not a skill that you're born with it's a language that you learn Mm -hmm. um our default language uh is bitterness it's resentment it's holding a grudge like that's my default language that's you know that and uh but thankfulness is a language that you learn and and Learning a language only comes through learning the vocabulary and then practicing it. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you can learn the vocabulary, like coming from a Christian perspective, the scriptures, here's your vocabulary right there. Mm-hmm. You've got your model in Jesus and uh, all this kind of stuff. <clears throat> and then you put it into practice and you only get good at it by putting it into practice. That's right. and, and then, you know, that, you know, I've heard you can only determine that you're, you're fluent in a language when you start thinking in that language. And so, when you start becoming fluent in gratitude, uh, what I would call <laughs> um, <laughs> then, then that affects how you think and your whole thought process. So, it, it can change effectively who you are, your thought process and everything like that, simply through practice, which means it's accessible to anybody. Mm. Is it easy? No. Uh, but it's accessible to anybody. Um, and uh, which kind of brings in, you know, Sal, you were talking earlier about the difference between happiness and gratitude, and and just how, if that's a skill that you can cultivate and become fluent in it, it then doesn't become situation dependent, right. circumstantial, circumstantially dependent. You know, mm-hmm. you can, you can
0: employ gratitude at any time. Yeah. So, it's uh, um, cultivating not the. And I mentioned before i don't like I don't necessarily like the term the, an adi- have an attitude of gratitude because no, no. it's kind of cliche and I think that that diminishes the fact that not everyone has that language like Ryan saying mm. um, but it is it's about being able to say thank you um, I think of a Jason Gray song called thank you uh he talks about you know thank you for the good times and thank you for the bad times because in the bad times, I was able to focus on the good times mm. and learn from the mm. bad times mm. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Eckhart Tolle Mm -hmm. Um, he's not a Christian he's just kind of like a spiritual guru uh oh
1: we better get out of the room before Satan enters in Uh, so I get struck down for heresy you know
0: why Uh, with lightning but one of his famous quotes is if the only prayer you can ever say is thank you that'll be enough Mm. Mm. and that's kind of the idea of gratitude is even in the moment being able to say thank you
1: so let me ask this then. Where do where does gratitude start? What what I mean by that is how do we begin what is the starting point? How do we begin to cultivate a, a spirit of gratitude? I was trying to not say attitude of gratitude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, say it. No, you want to say it, just say it. <laughs> say it. Say
1: it. it was
2: ready to boil out. <laughs> boil. Well, Coming from an evangelical mindset, <laughs> um, we won't hold that against you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we like you. Yeah. It. What I would say is, where, where does gratitude start? That was the question, right? Where does what is the seed of yeah, gratitude yeah. essentially? Yeah. F- I would say that it comes from a right understanding of the gospel, a right understanding of. Uh, Not just the corporate ramifications of the gospel, of redemption of all of creation and things like that, but also the personal ramifications of, you know, Titus Titus 3, you know, at one time we two were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another, Hmm. but... When the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, and then it goes on. So understanding that that was my status, that was my default, that's who I was, deceived, fooled, you know, enslaved, um, and then I was redeemed mm-hmm. by that. When you, The deeper you sit in that reality, the the more of an understanding you have of that in your life, the Percival out. Outpour, out you know, outgrowth of the of the gospel, mm. uh, this attitude of gratitude okay. cultivates. You yeah, know, it, yeah. it grows from there. It can it starts small. Sometimes you're not even aware of it, but when you are so grateful for that, which can't be shaken by any circumstances because it's already happened, um, then then your outlook on everything else changes. It's like when you're dating somebody for the very first time your attitude is affected by your relationship with one person. Yeah. But the way you see everything else is, is, is different. Mm-hmm. So when you have that relationship with the gospel uh, that is always new, it's all, you're always plumbing new depths of realization of it. Everything you see is colored by that spirit yeah. of gratitude for it. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'd say as first the seed shooting from the hip here.
0: Then I would say in my, bless you, in my reformed uh, understanding uh, you know kind of look into Romans 5 you know where sin abounds grace abounds evermore mm-hmm. um, the idea that our goodness is not good enough mm. but Christ is yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. similar line at, you know out of the gospel the gospel the gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ yeah right and that's where that's where it roots roots out of for my reformed understanding of it um, mm-hmm. is that acceptance in my um I love I love what um Paul Tillich says um based on his sermon on Romans five, twenty five, uh accept that you're accepted despite your unacceptability. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, I don't have to worry about um my gratitude flows out of the fact that I can I can rest in the comfort knowing that whatever I do, my past doesn't count because God's already accepted me for who I am hmm.
1: yeah and out of, a, out of my Wesleyan perspective um, it's not any really any different from, from the reformed perspective I mean we are saved um, by our faith we are saved by grace through our faith in Jesus Christ right. and, and what that means is that at our base right without God we are absolutely fallen totes depraved there's nothing we can do um, to merit or work our way into salvation i love romans chapter 7 when paul says you know like look when i know i should do something i don't do it yeah. when i try not to do something i do it anyway yeah. uh, oh what a wretched man i am who will save me from myself yeah. right yeah. thanks be to god for jesus christ yeah. and 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 so like ultimately apart from god we we are we are helpless and hopeless but because of god's grace because god gave us the grace to even recognize god's there because god gave us the grace to respond to god because god gave us the grace through jesus christ to be redeemed once we recognize our need for redemption and salvation and because god gave us the grace to progress forward in our in our journey in becoming more perfect, preparing for that day we enter the the, the, the kingdom of God, um, I can, you know, what I think it ultimately comes down to is, and, and what I hear, I think, commonly in both of what you're saying and what I'm trying to say is, gratitude starts from a place of humility. Mm-hmm. Because in order for me to be truly grateful, I have to recognize, I have to recognize how much I have that I ought not to have because of God,
0: right. mm-hmm.
1: starting with my own salvation, starting with my own being, you know, yeah. everything, yeah. every good gift, and really everything, is a gift from God. Yeah. Um,
0: I love what uh, I like what Judah Smith says in one of his sermons. Uh, that we can play games, we can play church games, and we can argue about who's more blessed than who, you know, who's blessed and who's not. But you get down to the cut down to the chase. It's God. It's all about God Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're not we're blessed because of God
2: yeah Yeah. Um, there was a a sermon that a previous pastor of mine preached uh, uh, back in a previous church of mine and and it was um, it was about expectations Mm. and uh, you know we have a saying in in recovery that says expectations are just premeditated resentments Mm. so like when you have expectations set up you're basically planning on those not being met and being resentful about it. So expectation of premeditated resentments. And in this sermon, uh, he wasn't talking through that, that phrase, but the idea was um, expectations can be uh, setups, really, in, in relationships. You know, he used the illustration of marriage uh, where if my wife was home and she had an expectation that as soon as I came home from work, I was going to do the dishes, um, <clears throat> clean the kitchen, and play with the kids. Um, if As soon as I came home, if I did those things, all that would happen is I would meet her expectations. I would be up to zero. I would be zeroed out. But if she didn't have those expectations and I came in and did even one of them or two of them or all three of them, she can then receive that as love. Mm. She can receive that then as as an overabundance and, and be blessed by that. Mm. And so um, when you were talking about gratitude, uh, Todd, being about – humility uh that's what it reminded me of like we can't we can't be grat, grateful grateful thank you we can't be gratituded we can't be gratitude <laughs> gratitudinal if we expect the rewards that we have received you know, if we right. felt that we somehow deserved them, all that does is bring us up to zero. We're not grateful for them. Those are what we expected. Right. You know, I, I earned that eternal life. Absolutely. I earned this right. salvation. So therefore, it's what I had coming to me. So I can't be grateful for it. It's yeah. just meeting an
0: expectation. And that's that sums up, I think, pretty plainly what Christianity is not about. It's not, if I do this, I'll get this. Right. If I do this, I'll get salvation. Yeah.
1: But yet, haven't we done a bad job at articulating that in the church? Because one of the things I, I really see in the church mm-hmm. is, well, <coughs> I accepted the Lord Jesus in my heart, and now I'm saved, and all the rest of those people need to come to know Jesus, and and yeah. and then we be, we come to ex- we come to expect our own salvation <laughs> because we've bought into this social club that we <laughs> we've built up called the yeah. church, and I mm-hmm. and I see that attitude a lot.
0: Yeah, it's and it's I'm watching, I just watched. Uh, there's a show on HBO called The Righteous Gemstones. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a parody on the whole televangelist kind of prosperity oh, okay. gospel. Uh, but in the season finale I watched the the main, you know, the figurehead of the family. It's John Goodman? Yes. John okay. Goodman. Yeah, yeah. He gets, you know, all of this stuff builds up that's happening in the season and he John Goodman character gets mad and he has a little Jesus bobblehead that was his brother-in-law's, and he gets angry <laughs> and he Chucks it across the room and it shatters, and then his, his three kids are like, "That was baby Jesus," and like, <laughs> "Sweet
1: baby Jesus," <laughs> and, and
0: like, he's like, "No, it wasn't." He's like, "That was Jesus," and so they they all freak out, and so they're all trying to glue this little Jesus back together. <laughs> like, Jesus is not the bobblehead, it's, <laughs> it's, and I, they actually the end of the, the end of the episode really did I think speak well about forgiveness and. Um, around sin but i Mm -hmm. thought that was that was i mean that's where american christianity is right now is the bobblehead of jesus not the the gratitude the humility the journey to follow jesus it's just oh i I said this i said this prayer to jesus i'm saved now so Mm -hmm. i
1: I think like in our culture well first off our culture is all about instant gratification all about like what can you give me now and I, I, you know, and, and, then, and then what we do, since we're in the month of Thanksgiving, right? Then what we do is we, we have a month where we commemorate uh, that this is the month where we're thankful for. And then we list the things we're thankful for. And what is the list? Well, I'm thankful I got a new job. I'm thankful I got a new car. I'm thankful for the food on my table. I'm thankful I'm around friends and family. I'm but it's a laundry list of things that we're thankful for. material things. But but it's mater- mostly material things or or familial things and and it doesn't it that's not what gratitude's about, I don't think. I mean, th- those things come out of gratitude. But that alone, all that alone, all that is on its own is just a a list of Things I'm happy with, things I things I'm glad I have, um, as opposed to this, this as opposed to my existence being centered on the joy of being, at, even a sinner such as myself, the joy of being included into the the family of God, mm-hmm. and everything else that happens in my life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that, all of that, through all of that, and in all of that, I am grateful. Um, I think what we have is I'm grateful when things are going well. <laughs> yep. But I am, but I am not so grateful when things aren't going well. I think a person who truly exp- is truly a person of gratitude, who's cultivated gratitude in their mm-hmm. lives, are are grateful no matter the circumstances.
0: <clears throat> I think when, when our identity is grounded and rooted in Christ. Yeah. Can you can you begin to formulate formulate an attitude of gratitude?
1: And that gets back to what you said, Sal, earlier before we got into the segment, <laughs> where we confuse happiness with gratefulness. We we confuse happiness with gratitude. Um, you can be unhappy and still grateful. Yeah. Just like you can be unhappy and still joyful.
0: Yeah. And I'll never forget. Went through a really tough season with Allison, and. Mm-hmm. Oh, here he goes. Airing the dirty laundry. Airing the dirty laundry. (laughs) Uh, But this was a a rough season in our life. And so my boss at the time expected everyone just be happy. You know, be positive. We need to, you know, push forward uh, an attitude of happiness. Mm -hmm. Don't don't portray or project any kind of negativity. Uh, But part of the Christian life, especially as clergy, is to walk with people through the valleys and the mountains. so at, I shared a couple of spiritual lessons around the idea of grief and negativity because that you know if you have a good understanding of biblical history that's part of mm-hmm. part of what you get. Uh, and I got a negative review <laughs> that year because I was too negative. I needed to be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, no I had gratitude for my life and I was gra- I had gratitude in what was around me. But I was rooted in the fact that just because I have Christ doesn't mean everything's going to be sunshine and rainbows. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Like as if Christians should be, if you're a Christian, you should be walking around like uh, Marsha Brady. you know, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha.
2: Well, th- gratitude is, <coughs> excuse me, going back to your comment, Todd, about humility, gratitude is, in, is inherently an act of self-denial. Yeah it It is not about self it's about it's it's others focused mm-hmm. um, which is inherently these days countercultural yes uh, because we're being told that you know this is what you need to be happy, happiness is found when you receive this when you get this, when you earn this, you deserve this um, mm-hmm. we are giving this to you and and so that that's the that's the um that's what we're conditioned to respond to, to understand. And so the fact that we respond, how, what are you grateful for? Well, grateful for my job, grateful for my family. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. That, it, it makes sense to me that that would, that would be our natural response. But changing our default to being others-focused, that's when your gratitude can transcend the individual circumstances. The, and things. The, yeah.
0: yeah. The, uh, the, the culture is very... Um, when it's not a love of neighbor focused yeah christianity when it's a self-centered uh, sort of me centered um like you said everything you need to do is me centered to be happy and grateful mm-hmm. that's that's not true gratitude because it's not a other or neighbor based yeah sacrificial i'll
1: give a real practical example and uh I may have talked about this to some degree in the past, but, um, but I'm grateful for my struggle with mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I am a person who has suffered from my teenage years, maybe earlier, but that's when I came to terms with it to a degree. I, I've suffered my whole life long with depression.
0: Mm.
1: And the more the older I get, the more I realize I've suffered from pretty pretty serious anxiety Mm. um and i'm grateful for that because now in ministry as somebody who has all of these years and experience behind me now in ministry i am being used in a way to comfort other people who have the same exact thing i'm grateful i was bullied as a kid and that i i and this is going to be a big reveal, but that I, that I, it's not a big reveal for anyone who knows me, but you know, I got messed up when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, you know, I, 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 I experimented with drugs. I I drank, drank, got drunk. I, uh, all of those things, of course, were, were masking my depression and, and, sure. and the other things that, that I was doing, uh, were all, were all, uh, um, really, are, are cropped out of that, came out of that. Um, but I'm glad for those experiences because you know what? When a kid came in drunk to my open mic night, I knew what I needed to do in that moment, and that was to welcome them and let them yeah. be there. Yeah. Whereas other people might have said, "Oh, you're drunk, get out," yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, so like those were dark, hard times in my life. Mm-hmm. That at the time I wasn't happy, uh, and at the time I didn't have an attitude of gratitude, so to speak. <laughs> but, but cultivating that gratitude. Uh, be, my Christian journey has helped me cultivate that, that gratitude. Yeah, and now right. I can look back at those things. And even when I'm going through something now, like there are things going on in my life now uh, that are just, you know, a hassle, annoying. I wish I didn't have to go through it. And yet I'm grateful because, yeah. because I know that God is there with me. And this isn't about me. It's about yeah. God and what well, God is doing. It's
2: like the, the song that I was talking about earlier, the song Trials by Starset." These trials make us who we are. We're motivated by the scars that we're made of. These trials make us who we are. We take our places in the dark and turn our hearts to the stars. Amen. We, we know, you know, I've had some low times as well. You know, it's not a secret that I've, I've been in recovery for a few years and uh, for various issues. Uh, but because I've been in those dark corners, because I've been through some of those journeys, I can then sit in those places with people, mm-hmm. but... Kind of turn my heart outward and and be able to walk with people out towards a place of hope. Right. Um, That's right. And so that's where, you know, we don't have to be thankful that we experienced those things, but we can be thankful for how God has redeemed it, which is a huge aspect of the gospel that just floors me. Amen.
0: I love the idea of um, in the hands of our redeemer, uh, nothing's Mm. wasted. Mm. We God spoke, doesn't waste a hurt. God yeah, never God wastes and, a hurt. That's a uh, we spoke with, Ryan and I spoke about this earlier. My own personal struggles of going through a divorce mm-hmm. and the shame and the guilt and mm-hmm. the depression around that mm-hmm. made me the pastoral caregiver that I am today. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Do you know I, what the Bible says on divorce, by the way? No. Uh,
2: <laughs> I know I'm going I'm to only,
1: help. I'm only kidding. <laughs>
2: It says, God loves Sal.
1: That's what it says. <laughs> that's
0: what it, that's loves- what Amen. it says Amen. about the is, God, God loves Sal. Loves Sal. It's uh, bounds, Grace.
1: It's, it's bounds. in the book of uh, <laughs> right. Hebrews? No
0: book.
1: Second
2: Keurig.
0: Second Keurig. Second Keurig. Second Keurig. Second Keurig. Uh, yeah, man. No, but that's, I, I think, I'm not saying. Second Keurig. Second Keurig.
1: <laughs> Chapter 18, verse 50. <laughs> <laughs> in
0: the book of Folgers.
1: In the book of Folgers, yeah. Yeah, Okay
0: yeah I don't think we're saying that you have to go some, through some great trial to to not have gratitude. It's just saying yeah. gratitude comes out of a place where you can recognize
1: yeah those examples don't those examples are not exclusive to gratitude. Uh, I think those examples highlight that gratitude gratitude's not something that just comes out of positive fluffy good experiences uh, gratitude is is a state of being mm-hmm. so no matter what your circumstances are you're still grateful.
2: Well, that goes back to your your initial question, what is the seed of gratitude? It's not these difficult circumstances that we've had. No, That's not the seed of gratitude. The seed of gratitude is Jesus. Jesus. It's Jesus Jesus. and our standing before him, what God has done for us on the cross, and that impacts how we walk through those moments of darkness, and in those moments of darkness, it's not like you know, I'm not feeling particularly grateful during those moments. So it's not like you're a bad Christian. If you're going through these dark times and you don't feel grateful, that's not what that means at all. What it, what it does mean though, is that one talk to other people, don't isolate Mm -hmm. because then you only have your perspective and you can talk to other people who can remind you of your status before God. Right. Right. And, and give you that perspective, but it can also give you, give you uh, at least a, a hope Mm -hmm. for, okay, look, I'm not feeling grateful right now, but you know, (laughs) we have another saying in recovery, I'm going to be busting these out all the time. We, we overestimate what we can do in a day, but we underestimate what God can do in a year. Mm. And so, you know, I want to be out of this dark place today. What can I do to get myself out of this, shake myself out of this, whatever. But we can't do that. We can't do that in a day whatever, but we underestimate what God can do in a year. So, so being, having the attitude of gratitude and not isolating ourselves, hearing from other people can give us the perspective to say, all right, you know what? This stinks right now. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this legitimately sucks. But what's God going to show me in a year? Yeah. How, how will I be different and how, how will I have grown? And that can give you a sense of hope mm-hmm. that even if you don't feel good now, there's, there's a hope. Right. in the future that awaits yeah. you
0: that's uh, <clears throat> my very first tattoo was the Cairo you know the mm. first two letters in Greek for mm. Christ and I got those mm. got it on my arm specifically because the, the only constant in my life during those trials was Christ mm. and mm. I got it so that I, when I reach my hand out to help somebody else I am literally handy reaching out mm. the hand of Christ mm. right on um, and that's I, awesome my, my theme of hope on my arm again <clears throat> rebellions are built on hope, every, on hope yeah. every day is a rebellion against the tyranny of hopelessness mm-hmm. star
1: star wars the rise of skywalker december <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> anyway um <laughs> what i would say what i would say is that um i think what you said ryan actually gets to the heart of it the seed of gratitude is jesus christ and that seed can only be planted in humble soil yeah. I mean, it, it can be planted, yeah. but it'll it'll only grow in humble soil. So it can be planted in other mm-hmm. soils, but it's not going to grow until that soil's humble,
2: yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, which would equal fertile.
0: That's <laughs> the, the whole parable about the seed falls on the rocky. Court? Right, right, right,
1: mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So I think we've had a good discussion on. Uh, on uh, yeah. gratitude, I'm grateful think, for you uh, talking to us with, about this.
2: Yeah, guys, this is this is good. So I think what uh, Sal won that one. N- we, do we hand out points for these or no? <laughs> no, no, I, I uh, no, no. I'm just
0: kidding. no, no uh, I will take all the points. Thank you.
2: Uh, <laughs> humility. Hey, Sal. It's it like a who's line tanks is it Thanks for nothing. Thanks <laughs> for nothing.
0: Right? Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: We're
2: tanks for nothing.
1: So, uh, well, now we're gonna get to our conclusion. <laughs> So, so to explain this, uh, I put it together an agenda uh, every, pretty much every time we we, uh, we record, and uh, evidently I spelt conclusion. C-O-N-C-L-U-S-I-O-N-G.
2: <laughs> conclusion.
1: conclusion. Conclusion. We
2: are, we are Creole today. So. <laughs> We're Creole. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: So, uh... So, uh, <laughs> I just want to really thank you, Ryan, for coming on. Um,
2: yeah,
1: Ryan, That's Sal, best. and I are, are really good friends and colleagues, and we serve in you know relatively the same area, mm-hmm. and um, we're yeah. part of the same clergy group. And yeah. it just became it became uh, imperative to me and to Sal to invite Ryan onto the
0: show. When Ryan shared with us that he he's become a, a fan of the show, and I think you've listened to Pretty much all the episodes. I've, I've heard pretty much all. There, were, there were a couple
2: uh, after you know you guys had been recording for a little while before you before I even met you yeah, guys yeah. And, and learned. But so I didn't hear all of those previous ones, but I heard a few of them. Yeah. But then I've heard heard them all since. Right. Yeah. So. Put them out once a month, so that it's it's easy to, to to get to them, you know, to catch up. Right. So, right. So, <laughs> so it's, we it's a good, uh, yeah. we knew we had to get you on.
0: on the yeah, podcast.
2: man, that's great. Yeah, this it is it's a lot of fun being here. Thanks, guys.
1: Well, thank you, and um, we're glad to have you here, and I'm sure we'll have you on again. Uh, But uh, I guess what I would do is point you to check out our episode notes. We're going to post all of the things uh, there that we've discussed, or at least the ones that we can remember we discussed. (laughs) And um, we also invite you to check out our – uh, our Patreon account and uh, subscribe to that. We now have two so this subscribers.
0: Is a, this is a, a shout out to uh, to Allison and Joe, our two patrons.
1: Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys. Excellent. Uh, it's 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 really awesome to know that that uh, at least two people really dig our show. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we're we're becoming stars. We're cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh but no, we we really appreciate uh you supporting us. I mean, uh that that support helps us uh do what we do and uh this, you know, this costs, you know, uh this costs for us to to do and we do it because we love it and we would do it if whether we had zero patrons or or uh, 100 patrons. But uh but the more people that can you know, dig deep, deep into their wallet and pay the <clears throat> minimal $2, <laughs> $2 or $5 or $10 tier.
0: For the cost of a coffee or latte drink at Starbucks, yeah. you can support this ministry. Uh, you can go catch us on Spotify, yeah. Google Play, Apple iTunes, especially iTunes if you leave us a review that tells Apple that we're...
1: Let um, me tell you, if, you're, if, you are a, if you are a person who lives in the tri-state area, And you know pizza, right? Good pizza. I'm not talking about Domino's. But for for less than what you can get a full pie of pizza for, you could have our top tier. So all you need to do is avoid one pie of pizza a month and you could be a top tier member. So... you know uh just you know consider supporting us it it would be it would be helpful and we'd be grateful we'd have
2: an attitude of gratitude towards you (laughs) Uh, not dependent on the circumstances not dependent (laughs) on the circumstances
0: we'll uh we'll link up uh western hills instagram and social media if you want
2: yeah yeah we're not on instagram yet that will be coming i'm sure uh pretty soon we've actually started some conversations about that Uh, We got a Facebook uh, group right now. Again, not a page as of yet, but again, I think that's coming. But we do have a podcast uh, for our sermons every week. Um, So yeah, maybe we can link to the podcast. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. Send that.
1: Send the website and and the podcast to us, and we'll 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 link to it. Um, Now, the other review or the other review, the other news that we have is we are going to be closing our Life Giving Water swag store. I think Ah. the only people that bought from the Life Giving swag store.
0: We're the co-hosts <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you know we we do have some pretty awesome swag if you ask some me. cool swag well,
0: they're drinking out of our party on John cast mugs um, <laughs> i and we had this discussion because I upgraded my phone and I figured, let me get a new party on John phone case, and um, I think the the link inadvertently because there was not enough traffic uh, or it. It Purchasing.
1: expires over time if people don't buy it. Like it stays listed ah. for a certain amount of time, and that's really uh, we we host it through Etsy, and so that's really okay. Etsy's way of making money. Is you know you pay sixty cents per item or whatever it is, and then it stays up for six months, and then okay. it expires, and then you have to repost it for. 60 more cents and um so it, it just isn't cost, cost effective for us yeah. to have it so yeah um but but we will still have our patreon account a uh, patreon account so uh so definitely uh support us that would be nice uh, and if you do if you at least support us in our five dollar tier or our ten dollar tier you'll get a free car magnet out of it Car
0: magnet and bonus Ooh. content
1: yeah so that's nice. pretty rocking all right well that wraps up our episode so uh thank you guys and uh hey sal be excellent. be
0: excellent. I think people
1: should be be excellent to
0: each other. They should and remember, don't be a jerk. Rock on. <laughs> Rock on.